This NASCAR 2024 win totals picks part one edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN for 50% off your first month. Start making smarter bets Today, we're also brought to you by the SGPN app. The SGPN app is completely free to download and is home to all of your favorite SGPN podcasts, contests, and picks. Just type SGPN in your app store today to download America's number one DGEN app. Drivers, start your in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb it may be december but there are still racing things to talk about it is the nascar gambling podcast here on the sports gambling podcast network he's cody zeeb i'm rod via gomez I mean, we've said it all week, Cody. The books have given us Christmas early. We are unwrapping these presents for you and and having a fantastic time doing it. It is fun to not only talk NASCAR, but to actually give you actionable content and lines in the process, Cody. This has been a hell of a week, and let's just keep it rolling, shall we? Oh, it's just, it's beautiful. We're getting a bunch of episodes in this week. There's so much to talk about. Christmas from the books early. Oh, but we got 18 win totals. Is that is that correct? There's 18 win totals to cover. It's probably going to take us more than one episode because we like to talk a lot. So there, there is that. And oh, yes, I'm just I'm so excited. It's been a fun week of talking and and just, you know, working through things. And, and what do we see for this upcoming season and the possibilities? And this is going to give us a chance. I again, I've tried not to look at these. I didn't want to know going into it because I'm excited to see. What the, I'm not even going to pull them up on my phone. I am going to to leave it to you to read them off to me uh, so I can be genuinely surprised. I saw that they were there. Didn't look at any of them because, oh, yeah, I love doing it. I love doing it in, in live time and, and trying to convince myself uh, like I did uh, you know, earlier this week when I decided to lay a massive bet on Austin Sindrick at, at big numbers for top Ford. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, man. You you have gone all crazy on Austin Cindric, and that's okay. Uh, we'll we'll go to that one as soon as we get to uh, all these win totals. But I, I'm absolutely like I said, we're we're loving this. We're loving the fact that we can. And really, what these off season odds are giving us now is an opportunity to sort of create the narrative for the new season. And as we start to get into the clash, as we start to get into the Daytona 500, where we actually think that what happened last season can carry over into this next season and and what that means for the betting odds for us because obviously as we start to to figure out what this season is shaped like and what it looks like 
and, and these win totals and, and what we're going to do with the props, what we've done with the props already. And, you know, all that stuff just sort of lends itself to what do we think this next season is going to be like. And then what's fun about that is watching it play out and hoping that we don't have a, a gigantic Kyle Bush is going to dominate the entire season narrative rolling into the season. And then he starts to have a good season. And we're like, yeah, and then he falls off. So what we're hoping for is that all the, the, all the predictions we make hold and that we can see that what we talked about in the offseason is all for naught in the end. But, um, again, it's a lot of great stuff that we're going to be going out at because these win totals, as we know, uh, I know we went over uh, win totals last season. That was actually one of the things that we did try to, to incorporate last season. And uh, we didn't go over all of them, and we didn't figure out where we stood. But got to tell you, there was a few of them where we definitely nailed it, and then there was some where we were like way, way off. But it's going to be fun still to talk about. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be a blast. And 18 of them, that's a good portion of the field. When you're talking about the championship and, and who can win the championship or, or finish better than another guy, only so much you can do. But like for the win totals, that just opens up like a whole new arena because guys can win a couple of races or win one race if they're, you know, if they're set in half a race or not win races if you don't want them to, right? And it just ah, makes it so much fun. It, it includes everybody and it doesn't. It doesn't necessarily have to be their season as a whole. Just can they nail at these couple of races or do they not or or whatever the case is. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, helpful to get even more drivers in it. Love it. I'm ready to go. So, like we said, there's 18 of them. We will break them up into two and two. I, we're not even going to try to do all 18 on one episode. I talk too much for trying to get all 18 in there. <laughs> I've tried I've tried to put a shot clock on Cody, but the, the dude just swats so, it away. Like, yeah. like yep. hey, Rod, no. he's tried. It was, we're going to end up with a – it's going to be like a game show. There's going to be a buzzer. He's going to be like, bap, bap. Well, Eventually, he's just going to mute me and go on to the next point. Penalties will be assessed for any any take longer than like five minutes. Uh, what am I, Zane Smith going to the back again? <laughs> <laughs> there goes Cody back to the back, but guess what? He's still going to talk. No, listen, we know that people come here to listen to you, so I'm not even going to confuse myself with that. <laughs> I don't know about that, but um, I'll talk anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so we, there's 18, like we said, but here's the thing. 15 drivers won races last season, so that is that is the number of, of drivers that won races. Uh, of those, five, uh, six of those only won a single race, uh, and then really three of them won two the rest won three or more. So we're talking a pretty good chunk of, I don't know, ways to sort of space these out. Uh, obviously, William Byron won six. He won the most. Kyle Larson won four. We'll get to the rest of those totals as we go by. But 15 drivers, that's a pretty decent chunk of, of guys to at least, like you said, Cody, win one. Six of them only won one race. So if, if the number's right, you can hit on a lot of these guys and sort of take advantage of, of them maybe not winning last season, but being able to win this year or, you know, sort of improving on their, their win total from last year to get one or two. So this, yeah, this is going to be a lot of, of stuff to dig in, dig into. Yes, it is. I am excited. You want to just go ahead and start digging into it? Let's go. I'm All ready. Right, let's start digging into it. But first, let me tell you about Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, and of course, when the time arises, NASCAR, college basketball, college football. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. And plus, take advantage of this scorchers. Take advantage of that little chili pepper next to those players as you see them. They're going to give you an even more fun time 
winning with underdog fantasy so watch along make your picks maybe make a little cash over on underdogs not maybe what who who are we fooling of course make some cash over on underdogs mobile app or website underdogfantasy.com and when you sign up with that promo code sgpn underdogs going to double your first deposit up to 100 dollars. that's underdog fantasy promo code sgpn all right cody well we will just start from the top the first man on the board, no surprise, is the first man in the win sheet. We just talked about it. Six wins last season. An incredible six wins. I don't know that too many people would have given William Byron the opportunity to win six. I can't remember what his, his total was last year, but definitely whatever the over was, it, it definitely hit on that. So Easily, easily cleared the over. I easily think. cleared the over. So if you were to guess, and I'll give you the opportunity just to guess now, with coming off that six-win season, what do you think his number is set at this year? The books have really loved him. I think we've we've established that as we've gone through everything. He's been similar to Larson. Uh, my guess is Larson's going to be at five and a half. Do they match Byron at five and a half with Larson? I'm going to say he's at four and a half. You are one off. It is at three and a half. Three and a half. Three and a half. And I'll and I'll even throw this that at you. Departure on how much they love him compared to Larson on all the other odds. No, and it does. And this will even shock you even more, okay? So the over at this one is plus 120. Plus 120 wow. for over three and a half wins for William Byron. The under is set at minus 150. So they're not thinking that he's going to win four races this year. So that means, again, it is, like you said, it's sort of a contradiction as to what they've set up over the course of all of these head-to-heads, top Toyotas, top four, or uh, top Toyotas, top Chevys. Um, yeah, he's going to jump in a Toyota next year and win six races. Hey, he was a TRD guy. That's true. Uh, drove for Kyle Busch in the trucks before he moved over to Chevrolet. But again, so that, that just sort of shows you that that they're a little inconsistent in this and that giving him four wins on the year mm. is, is going to give you plus money. So do you yeah, think that's a fair probably, number? I think it's the more appropriate number. I think four and a half would have been probably too much. But I just kind of where I thought maybe they would go based on how much love. I mean, Josh Berry's got to be at like five or six wins on his total. So, uh, <laughs> <just kidding>. but, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, this is actually, uh, it is really tough. We've mentioned it, right? Kind of got to prove it. Like, is it, was it a, an outlier or is this William Byron? Is this what he can do? You think about Chase Elliott coming back. He had six wins the previous season, I believe. Does he kind of cut into that a little bit and share the pie a little more? Larson was was held to what only three wins this past or four was it maybe, but not as many as we're kind of accustomed to seeing him win since he's come over to Harvard or to Hendrick. Granted, that was only a second season, but um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you said it's just minus one fifty on the under. Mm-hmm. Boy, they really ooh they nailed this one. I guess you probably just go over because of the plus number. I don't know that I, I'm not big on the, I mean, we've kind of downplayed him a little, mostly because of his numbers though. It's not because we're against him. It's just when you're the same as Larson and everything, it's like, if you're going to put him head to head with Larson, got to give me Larson most of the time. Um, But I think I will go with the over. I mean, he's, he's coming into his own. He started as a really young driver and, and it was like, what is Rick doing here? And, you know, and Rick was stuck by him and this is my guy. And look, that paid off this past season. Now you're going to another season. He's he's a, a year farther. He's paired up with Rudy Fugel, who he had all the success with on that KBM truck team. 
Uh, yeah, I think you go with the over, especially since it's plus money. If, if, if it was plus money on the underside, I, I would definitely maybe consider that way. So I guess kind of going with the juice, you know, or against the juice, uh, swaying me a little bit. But I think that, that three and a half is an appropriate number. I see him getting three wins or four wins likely. So in context, right, last season, six wins. We talked about that. That was his big breakout the year before that, two, the year before that, one, the year before that, one. Right, and then none, none in his first two seasons in the the league, in the in the series. But when you look at last season too, right, second place at the road course in Charlotte, second place at Talladega. He also had um, a second place in Charlotte, a third place in Kansas, a fourth in Dover. These are all races, right? That he was second place. He very easily could have tried and and or not tried. He did try, but he very easily could have. He could have tried to win that race. He could have tried yeah. to win you that know. race. He was just sort of laying back. <laughs> yeah, this isn't mine. But Kansas, who cares? <laughs> but we're talking like you know, we're talking races in which he was right there, uh, competing for the win. So any number of things could have caused that next one to be a win. Yeah, that that's a great point. That he was he was a front runner, and and you think about it, especially early in the season, like he dominated a couple of those races where it was just like is Kyle Larson in the 24 car or what's going on? Because yeah, he was, I mean, he was, you know, just showing everybody out and he cooled off for a little bit, kind of picked it back up, but yeah, I, uh, you talked me into the over even more. I think, I, I think the over is the way to go uh, on this from Byron again, a little bit hesitant on him as far as is this sustainable, right? Is he going to kind of keep it up, but going from six to only having to get four, four is still a lot, but I think that Byron's kind of a guy that we might just be seeing up front for a while now. Four is a lot, but when you consider even the end of the season for him, ninth at Bristol, he won at Texas, second at Talladega, second at the Roval, seventh at Vegas, fourth at Homestead, 13th at Martinsville, uh, throw that one out, but fourth at Phoenix after starting on the pole. He's been up front, and and four wins doesn't feel like a lot for a guy that continues to run inside the top five each and every week. So I'm going to go with you on the over because I do like the fact that it is a plus 120. I mean, I, I, to me... That's the that's the way. If this were if this were at minus one ten for the over, I might just stay away from this altogether. But since you're getting plus money for the over, I'm taking that for sure. Agreed. All right, uh, that was pretty simple. Uh, really, more simple than I thought it was going to be. So let's move over to something that may not be quite as simple. That's Chase Briscoe. Chase Ooh. Briscoe. This one set at a half. Of course, it's set at a half. Uh, the, the half though over is at plus 170. The under is at minus 200. It's pretty easy to take the, the oversight of this one for sure. Yeah. And I think that it's a good bet. I think that, you know, is he going to be competitive a mile and a half? Probably not. I mean, we saw him racing the literal Mahindra tractor on mile and a half last year, but the short flat tracks, like I cannot get enough bets in on chase Briscoe. When we get to these short flat tracks, Martinsville, Phoenix, New Hampshire. There are tracks he's going to be extremely good at. He's a good super speedway racer. Maybe not in the ex, you know, in the the top elite category, but he is good at them. You could see him getting a win in those. Um, just you know, obviously you're not going to go the under at that number, especially when you, anybody can can luck into a super speedway win or whatever. Um, but yeah, I was. I think he was at one and a half last year because um, he had one at Phoenix, and and you know it was kind of going. I was very much on his under last season. I just didn't see it happening. But like I've kind of talked about this offseason, I'm, I'm starting to warm up to him. I, I think that 
he kind of takes that next leadership step, being the top guy over there at SHR. Um, so yeah, I, I think that you go over. I wouldn't go crazy on this one because I'm not, you know, uh, he's for sure getting a win. But I do think he's definitely going to have some good opportunities, uh, especially at the Phoenixes of the world, the shorter, flatter tracks. I think we're going to see him be real competitive. Can't wait to to hammer the top fives in those in those scenarios. He likely will make my winner's card as he usually does. Again, give us these look-ahead odds. I'll bet him to win Spring Phoenix right now if you give it to me. So come on. But, uh, yeah, I think that that you got to go over, especially with where the number's at. Well, and so looking at his body of work last season, he had a three-race stretch between Bristol and Talladega where he had top five finishes. It was Bristol fifth on the dirt, Martinsville fifth, Talladega fourth. And then he started third in Atlanta, didn't necessarily finish all that well. For, he started on the pole in the fall Daytona race, right? He ended up finishing 30th in that one, but he ended up finishing fourth at Martinsville in the fall as well. Just opportunities for him to to be able to get there. And now, with Kevin Harvick out of the picture at SHR, maybe a little more. You've talked about it several times where he's the elder statesman now in that SHR stable. Maybe there. That's such so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, but hey, well, you know what it is. <laughs> Got to deal the hand you're dealt, or, or play so, the hand you're dealt, right? So, hey, I mean, you look at Hendrick Motorsports, right? And and they've they have Jeff Gordon and Jimmy Johnson and Mark Martin and uh gosh, who was uh Dale Jr. was still there, right? And the, these veteran guys and and you know Stuart Haas a few years ago, and you had Kurt Busch and Kevin Harvick and and Tony Stewart and and then Hendrick got this young group of guys and it was like well you know and Hendrick was not that long ago within the last five years was a not good team and everybody's like what happened to this great dynasty they just won seven titles with Jimmy Johnson now they've got all these young drivers this William Byron guy who the hell is this and and Chase Elliott is he you know is he just here because his dad's name and and Alex Bowen now look at where we're at like that's turned out pretty good for them so I'm not saying that Stuart Haas is the next coming of Hendrick Motorsports by any means, but get the guys you like. They're they're talented guys. Gregson's got a lot of talent. Barry's got a lot of talent. Even Briscoe's got a lot of talent. Priest is, is a good driver. He's a more he is a more veteran guy that's been around, right? But but he's established good racer. It's not necessarily the wrong move, maybe not right now, but that could really pay off for Stuart Haas in the next few years if, if they've played their cards correctly. And it feels like rebuilds in NASCAR don't take very as much. They don't take as long as some other sports to notice the effects. It's not, of it. yeah, it's not a football rebuild where you know you got to be bad for a couple of years and get some good draft picks before you can start building it back up. Like get the right guys in the right places, you, you find the right secrets, and and things can turn around quickly. Yeah, I, I think SHR learned enough. I think they learned enough last season. I think they learned enough about Briscoe this season as or to to carry it over to this season as well. So. I think one win for him is definitely, especially in a season where, you know, like we said last year, 15 drivers won a race. And Ricky Stenhouse was one of those drivers, by the way. So if if we're thinking Ricky Stenhouse can win a race, then I got to think that Chase Briscoe is in that same vein. Take away that Shane Van Ginsbergen win as well. Like, yeah, it's just, yeah. I, I think Chase Briscoe is talented enough to get one this season. Where that's at, don't ask me. I know Cody seems to think it's going to be in the uh, in the Phoenix in the spring, which is fine. But uh, yeah, I just I would rather just say he's going to win a race and then hope that it comes in some random spot than try to actually call it because I'm not Babe Ruth. I can't call my shot. 
So. I'm not saying that's where it's going to happen, but it's a good sure, chance. Sure, Cody, sure. Uh, <laughs> all right, we will continue on our trek to uh, get some win totals out for you, but let's tell you about Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool you're going to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value stop betting in the dark join over 30,000 users researching with hall of fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays download the hall of fame bets app or visit hofbets.com use code sgpn to get 50 percent off of your first month today start researching start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, we'll continue down the list, and we'll head now to Brad Kozlowski. Uh, I love how how they they've said thirty three schedule races must run points race only. So yeah, all star uh, race doesn't count. You got to win. You got to run all thirty three races for us no, to count. No, there's there's thirty six races. So now they're accounting for missing a couple of races, which we've seen a few guys. Right, Bowman missed. Was it just one race, I think, in 2022 that he missed? And and you had a Chase Elliott suspension this season. Obviously, he missed more races with the injury and stuff. But last year, everything was, you know, must run all 36 points paying races. Now, a little, little leeway in there to miss a couple of races, whether it be suspension or injury or, or whatnot. So I think that is uh, a little interesting, and, and I kind of like it. it. It leaves the action alive a little longer. Well, and that's the case, too, because what happens if – you miss a couple of races. I mean, what happens if, and that's the thing about two NASCAR is that yeah, yeah, most of these guys are probably never going to get pulled out of their full-time ride, but you know, on the off chance that a road course comes up and they're like, Oh, you know, let's pull. I, I there's probably nobody hey, in here that would Todd get pulled. Todd Yoland. I mean, you know, he ended up filling in those, those rides with a, with a Rick Ware ride, but he did lose, you know, not that you were going to bet on his over under, but there are scenarios that, that have been out there for sure. And, and again, yeah, you know, you have concussion-like symptoms or something or, or, you know, miss a rate or two here and there. You get suspended. You know, we had last season Elliott was suspended. The season before, Bo Wallace was suspended. So we've had, a, you know, Josh Williams got suspended in Xfinity. So, yeah, I think that it's it's a good call to, to lower it to 33. Obviously, the clash doesn't count. The, uh, the all-star race doesn't count. The Daytona duels don't count. But, uh, yeah, otherwise, the other 36 are all in there. All in there. All right, let's move on to Brad Keselowski. This one also set at a half a win. Although this one, the over is at minus 140, the under is at plus 110. So they're giving you they're giving you the half of they're just saying, "Okay, you know what? We'll 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 set it at a half." But we might as well just have not or we I feel like at one, minus 140 they just should have set it at one and a half, you know? Yeah. Well, one and a half would have been too easy to take the under. No, nah, not if they give not if they didn't give you the right price for it. I don't know. I is Brad winning two races? Like, he's got to get. Is one. Brad I mean, winning one? <laughs> well, I know that's the question. I, this is a pass for me. I, how do you pick a side? I mean, I guess you ju- you said it's plus what for the over? Plus one ten for the under. Under that's the right. over is at I minus guess, 140. Yeah, the over is minus. Yeah, so you just have to take the under if you're if you have to bet this. Uh, you take the under and then you bet him to win at super speedways. I guess. I mean. God, we've been talking about it for a year and a half at this point, I think, at least. But he's got to have one coming, and he's going to get back into victory. Like, that's the thing. He's going to get back into victory lane. 
But are we minus 140 sure he's getting back into victory lane? Probably not. And so <laughs> that's the larger discussion that we continue to have, especially on these futures bets and on these on these Rod longer. Thinks, Rod thinks he's halfway into retirement. So. I, it's not, Rod no. might be fine with the under. It's not even halfway into retirement. I just think he's three quarters oh, of the way into the owner mode. Was, yeah. That's what it is. He's three quarters of the way into owner mode. And I feel like if, if there's the opportunity for him to win or for Busher to win, <laughs> I think he ends up picking Busher to win because that's that's the future, right? I mean, that win's going to do wonders for his stat book, but a Busher win propels that 17 team into, you know, even even more rarefied air. So, yeah, if RFK wins four races this year, they won't. But if they win, okay, let's say they win three races. They this won year. three this year. That's what I'm saying. If they win four races this year, I still think uh, Busher is responsible for almost all four of them. No, if they win four races, Keselowski's got at least one, probably two. So then... You just give me the... The over's minus 140. I'm not tying that up in a futures bet. I'm sorry. Yeah, That's just no, too you much. Can't, you just can't. Be. You just don't bet on this one. No. Just because... I know You don't want to bet the under because you want, you want to be rooting for him to win. He's got to be coming. He's at... God, what is he at? Like 96 races or something at Without this point? Without a win, yeah. It's it's pretty... It's, it's getting it's up big. there. He's yeah. one of, But he's like... On some books, he's the favorite to win the 500, so... Not that the favorite at a super speedway is always a good thing, but he's got a good shot, right? He's on the Mount Rushmore of of super speedway guys. So yeah, over over a half a win is minus one forty, but I think both of us just yeah, you don't, don't you don't bet this don't one. don't bet on this one. Yeah. Uh, all right, the next one then we will move on to is Denny Hamlin. Denny Hamlin's win total, and and you know you look back at what Denny Hamlin did last season. He won three races, so that puts his number this year at two and a half. Three and a half. Two and a half? Two and a half. Two and a half. But but the over is minus 120, and the under is minus 110. So both sides are juiced. Both sides, I mean, it's just a matter of which side yeah. is least. I think it's it's appropriate place for him. I'm going with the over. I love me some Denny Hamlin. Um, but, I mean, you look at two of his wins. He had You said three wins last season, right? Mm-hmm. Two of those came last lap. Um, you know, he gets Larson uh, literally as they're going towards turn four. I was there. Oh man, electric race! That was beautiful. So much fun. Um, and and then in you know, Pocono, kind of the same thing where he kind of runs Larson out of space towards the end of the race. I think there was a couple of laps left at that point, but but then again on the opposite side of it, you look at Kansas in the fall. He, he should have won that race. He was running away with it. You get the late caution. Tyler Reddick has the new tires and and overtakes him and, and ends up with the win there. So it could go either way on a couple of these for sure. But, yeah, definitely give me the over on, on Denny to get just three wins. I mean, again, father time is going to get there eventually. When it does, it, it might slap you in the face. But it's Denny Hamlin. Like, again, one of the greatest drivers of this generation. I know he doesn't have the championships, but he's got every single other box checked. And I I think that Denny Hamlin, he may have even said this, but I think he would say, he cares about, I think 60 wins is his next mark. I think he cares about that number more than he cares about winning a championship. If you could say 60 wins are a championship, he'd pick 60 wins. Yeah, I mean, 60 wins, I feel like he could get there anyways. That championship is going to be very elusive for him. But He just he you doesn't know. care. And maybe that's why he hasn't won one. I, I, I don't know if it's he hasn't won one because he doesn't care or if he doesn't or if he says he doesn't care because he hasn't won one. I, think- I haven't figured out which... I would like to see him win one just to see his reaction, right? Does he like, 
you know, like this is the greatest achievement of my life and all I've ever wanted is to win a championship. Like, I don't know. Because, like, as, a, the as biggest... an athlete, as a competitor, like, uh, and maybe I'm, de- but, like, winning is the only thing that matters. It Like, but but the champ- winning the championship is, like, that's what you should always be chasing is a championship, right? Like, who cares about how many games you won? Who cares if you were undefeated? Did you win the Super Bowl? If not, I don't know. So this is the philosophical question that I suppose we can have because we have the offseason to do this. It's just... When you when you are and in, in anything, and I, I guess really even content creators for this one, like, do you want to have the the top number one podcast, or are you happy producing great content and just knowing that it's great well, content? That's a little different. No, I mean, no, because it's it's a matter uh, of productivity versus what the results are, right? It, it it's sort of it's not. <laughs> It's not a complete one-to-one, but as an athlete, yeah. I know the goal is to always win the championship. But if you are if you are the Buffalo Bills, right? I know you want to win one, but you've been you were one of the most dominant teams of the early 90s, right? Yeah, you didn't get a championship, but you were one of the greatest you produced Jim Kelly, no, you They're produced, a bunch of losers. Oh my god. See, I view this completely differently. They're, no, not great teams. They, how many Super Bowls do they win? How many Super Bowls did they get to? When other how many teams Super Bowls did they win, Rod? Well, none. But okay, then you're not great. Damn, you're good. That's vicious. You were good, but you're. I don't know. Because <laughs> I uh, see, but uh, it's different with Denny because I feel like he's great, but ah, but how many championships has he won? Yo, I know. So that's ah! what I'm saying. So <laughs> I don't know. That's so he's what terrible. I, yeah, I, I view these things differently, but if you don't win the championship, I don't know. Hmm. It is a, it is an intro. I'll have to think about it now because You're gonna that's re- how I view it in in the football sense of things. Like if you didn't, you know, like I'm a Patriots fan. Like, is the 2017 team the greatest team? Absolutely not. They didn't win the Super Bowl. Sure, they won every other game up until then, but then they broke our hearts in the most important one. And like, I would take one of the Super Bowl teams over that team because you won the fucking Super Bowl, and really, that's the only thing that matters. I, I weigh championships much more than anything else. I think Denny's a Hall of Famer, and he's I do think he's great, but I don't know. You don't have any chance at being one of the best drivers. I don't know without without the championships, in my opinion. But I was letting you. I was letting you hang on that one. I was uh, trying to decide exactly where I was going with. That, I love. So. I love. Okay, so the greatest part about offseason watching Cody walk through the process. Um, all right, but getting, I'm trying to like figure out where I'm going. With I know. I and, know. And it's, and then like I get to argue again. We had. I, I was arguing with myself over here, and uh, you know. And so then now I don't consider those Bills teams to be great. And then I'm like, well, do I consider Denny to be great? Because it's kind of the same thing. But uh, yeah, geez. It's exactly the same thing. But I will say. Convincing myself one way or the other. As far as the win totals are concerned for Denny Hamlin, to put this train back on the tracks, uh, (laughs) I I do. I Listen, I think three wins is well within his his, uh, possibilities. You look back, he finished second at Gateway third at Nashville, second in Richmond, second at Watkins Glen, second again at Kansas, like you talked about when Reddick chased him down, third at Talladega, third at Martinsville. I mean, 14 top fives for this guy, which very well could have been, a lot of those could have been wins had something gone differently, like a pit stop or, you know, some other, something that that went wrong that shuffled him into a third-place finish or a a runner-up finish. So if he's good enough to win two outright. So thinking back of all the times we had him to win races and he was the best fucking car all day. Mm-hmm. 
and then pit problem or tire blows or this and that, like he could have had a lot more wins. And like we talked about with the championship thing, like maybe he doesn't get you over the hump and win the championship, but you know, he's always going to be there. He's the Buffalo Bill. Like, you know, the Bills are always going to be in the playoffs. Maybe not this year, although. Uh, but they're always going to be in the playoffs. They're going to be a good team. Probably not going to win any championship, right? But always going to be there. You can count on them for that. Maybe Denny is just the Buffalo Bills of the of NASCAR. Maybe he's the Jim in Kelly. In which case, he'll never win a Super Bowl. He'll He's be the Jim Kelly where I he'll love, get there I all the time. After Bills fans. Yeah, I know. I, I know you <laughs> They do. get so butthurt, too. It's like, oh, Josh Allen's ready to choke one. Oh, no, he's not. He's, he's the greatest ever, but he'll never win any. Uh, All right. Speaking of which, uh, we'll move over to his teammate who uh, is coming into this with a I don't know. What what do you think, Cody? Last season, Martin Truex Jr. won uh, three races just like his teammates. So this year he comes in with a. He won three races. He won three races. Can you believe that? Lost the clash. Although that doesn't count toward the win total, but he did win it. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna guess he's a two and a half, just similar to Denny, because it feels like they're just they're gonna be similar on everything. Absolutely, two and a half is his number. Uh, the over set at minus one ten, the under set at minus one twenty. So the flip the side yeah. of Denny, which I think makes sense, because it seems like he's a little. What is his age? Is he? Truex? He's got to be older than Denny, right? Because he seems so much closer to Father Time than Martin Tru- than Denny. I, I think so. we're Martin Truex and I are the same age. No, actually, I'm older than Martin Truex Jr. He's 43, and yeah, Denny's he's 43 years old. Yep. How old's Denny? Denny Hamlin. I think Denny is actually closer to my. He's age. 43. They're both 40. They're both 43. Doesn't doesn't Martin Truex seem like a a good amount older than Denny? It's Hamlin? the beard. It's the beard. Ah, Denny. Maybe, Denny is November eighteenth of nineteen eighty. Uh, so Truex is actually older. So that's why Truex is Truex oh, is June. Is actually older. Yeah, okay. June June twenty well, ninth. Makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's definitely older than Denny. But uh, but yeah. So it, I don't know, man. This one to me, I don't know that three wins is in is in this one. Truex is a lot harder to bet the over because of two seasons ago, right? Mm-hmm. We were talking about how he's retired, how that like you know checked out. But then he comes in, he goes on this magical run through the season. He wins the regular season title. He's in comp. You know, he, I mean, he starts with a clash, like comes out, just wins. Then the personal stuff happens and, and he kind of falls off the rest of the season. So, you know, there was that just massive decline at the end of the season. But was that related? I mean, again, back to, to the passing of Sherry Pollock's, like that was his partner for a long time that had to have affected him. And, it seemingly directly impacted his results. Now with an off season and, and everything, like is he able to get back focused and and does he come out and do what he did again last season? Uh, but can you trust that? I, I don't know. I think if I am again one, I probably don't want to bet on. But if I have to, I think you go the under here, even though you know what he's capable of easily going over the over. The thing about betting unders, and, and this goes for every sport, right? Is you start by ca- you're you're cashing right from the beget get go until you aren't, and sometimes until you aren't never comes because you always are right. And so, I think you lean the under on this one, even though you could eat. I mean, if, if you tell me right now, Martin Truex Jr. won seven races in 2024. If you're coming back from the future, okay, he probably did. You know, I would fully believe you. I wouldn't second guess it at all, uh, but I think I would bet on the under. If this is one and a half, 
and and price the right way, then you're going the over. Then I'm going the over. But at yeah. two and a half, he maybe wins two. He maybe wins two. I think he that's where he's at. Win four or five. Uh, he, I mean, he could. He can't put it past him. But no. yeah, I think I definitely feel much more confident in Denny Hamlin going over than I do in Truex. But look how high we were on him last year. Obviously, when he did come out well. But his final numbers, like for this is. This is what we talked about too earlier is that reality versus perception, right? Where we saw what we saw and we were so excited about Martin Truex Jr. because he exceeded our expectations. When in all actuality, he only had nine top fives. Three wins, but nine top fives. 17 top tens. His average finish, 13.3. His average start, 11.2. He only had nine top fives on the entire nine season. Nine top fives on the entire season. You see what I'm saying? Like wow, when that you, blows my mind. And it was... Because he wins the clash right to open it up, but then it wasn't that great of a season until he won Sonoma, thirty-five to one. Yes, we hit that. That was great. Uh, and then he kind of went on the run after that, and then you know, obviously wins the regular season title. But man, that is yeah, only nine top five finishes. And yeah, I mean, that looking at that makes me even more comfortable with the under. Yeah, again, it's just a matter of I think he wins two. I don't think he wins three. That's a tough. That's a tough road to hoe. The three. The three wins came when he was surging. And he definitely wasn't surging at the end of last yep. year. So, um, all right, let's move on to the next name on this list. It is one Chris Busher talking about RFK a lot this week and how we think that the big step up is coming for them. Chris Busher, obviously a, a winner of three races as well last season. This year he comes in at one and a half is his set total. But what's, Cody, uh, well, yeah, what's the juice set? Because that's that's where I want to know. Mm-hmm. They're uh, they're not giving making it easy for you. Over one and a half is minus one sixty. Under is at plus one thirty. Oh, they made this very easy. Under. You're taking the under. You don't think he's yep. going to win two races? You this got. Year? We talked about it before. Got to prove it to me. Yeah, it was great. He won three races. It was impressive. You know, maybe we saw this new Chris Busher, but you got to do it more than once before I believe it. Yeah, and and, and really, and if he does, then okay, I'll take it. I'll take the loss, and I was wrong. And that's fine. And I wouldn't be surprised if he gets two wins. It wouldn't shock me at all. He won three races this past season. But if I have to bet on it, especially getting plus money on the side that I like anyways, under all day. So, again, when you break down RFK's season, right? Obviously, Kazowski Busher pretty much just joined at the bumper, right? All season long. And, and more often than not, it was in the top 10 of that, which gave them the opportunity to, to win the three races that they won and for Kozlowski to sort of help that along. My biggest thing is here, this win total, I very, I, I think he could win two. I think he could end up winning two. I think that is not a, a bad assessment of it. I think there are a couple spots where uh, this RFK leap could very well take a, take effect. And I think he could win two. However, I don't like sinking 160 minus 160 in on this. So, and for me, even taking the under on this, I don't want to take a chance on him winning two, right? I know plus 130 is, is sounds like a fan, you know, a, a fun thing to do. If I have to pick a side, I'm picking the over, but I don't want to pay the 160 for it. So, because I want to stay away from the under just because I think he can win two races. You, man, your our, our RFK beliefs are, are reversed, I think. I, I'm not saying they're going to <laughs> you're, be you're a world beat. completely out on Kozlowski and all in on Busher. <laughs> Why? Well, I wouldn't say two races is so all in on Busher. I'm not saying Rod he's going to win ten. That he's going to beat Kyle Larson for the championship. You guys oh believe my that? God. <laughs> cut that! Cut that sound clip out and let's play that back later. 
No, I look at, but I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying yeah, that they're going to win like 16 races, but two, yeah. two, Cody, in a season where he won three last that's year. Been around so long, and and uh, I don't know. I just you got to show it to even like even William Byron. I'm not fully sold on, and he's in one of the best cars in the entire garage. And RFK's been good for sure, and and you know looked like the best Ford team at points last season, but. Oh, I just don't have that much faith in them. And, and you're going to give me plus money on the side I like anyways. Well, okay, fine. I'm, I'm good with the other. So if we're, if we're talking straight up comparisons, right? What did I, I told you that Martin Truex Jr. last year had nine top five finishes. You know how many Chris Buescher had? But he had like 13. Nine. 17 top tens. Average finish of 12.1. We are talking absolutely equal numbers. On Truex, three wins. And you like Truex under two, so see. Yeah, so then I, but see, but I said. <laughs> but you said two wins. I said two and a half. I said two. <laughs> so if I'm giving Truex two wins, if everything is equal down the middle, then I got to take Busher at two wins too, right? Yeah. No, I'm just. I this feels too much like they're baiting you into. Oh, this guy won three races last year. Why is he not going to go over? And mm, no. But again, I'm telling you right now. I'm picking the oversight of it, but I don't want to pay the price. So don't bet on right. this one. Just yeah. know that if, if we're bet going the under, cause that's the side that's going to win. <laughs> Cody, I don't think so, <laughs> but go ahead. Bet the under, bet the under. If you really want to tear your tie your money up at a plus plus one thirty when you could win that in the, in the clash just as easy. Um, all right, let's move on to your favorite driver in the entire world. That is Ooh. chase Elliott. Ooh, you're going to hammer the, okay, let me, let me stop. Real quick. Very interested to see this number. So so let's set this up, okay? Let's you got you up. got Busher minus one sixty on the over one and a half. You have got former champion, most popular driver in the entire God's Green Earth. Is he at one and a half too? He is at two and a half. Ooh, that's low. But here's the thing it's only minus one twenty for the over. That uh, feels like a trap too. The unders the unders <laughs> minus one ten. So he was at three and a half last season, coming off of six wins the previous season. You got to not go over. You have to go it, over. It, but it seems too easy. It Well, it does, because it is. And minus but he 120. Didn't, he didn't win any races this season. Like, and, but mean, again, it's the injury thing. Like I, ju- I think you just have to completely throw 2022 out. He was just... I mean... He broke his leg, <laughs> very key in racing, uh, and and then you know the suspension thing, and he's not making the playoffs, and you got to just throw it all out. Like he's not, he's not going to not get back to victory lane, and he's going to get there multiple times, and he's in an elite car. Chris Busher is going to give up a couple of those wins. They're going to go to Chase Elliott, take the offer. Uh, you know, but here's the thing about it too. And yeah, okay, fine. Chris Bush is going to give up those wins, <laughs> but it, it's almost like when you counted out Tom Brady, right? After he, after he left and you said, yeah, there's no way that Tampa Bay could be good. Right. And what does he do? Takes him to a Super Bowl. Like it, it's the same thing. You, you ha- may have a bad season. You may get washed out, but the elite drivers, the Are elite comparing athletes, Chase Elliott to Tom Brady. <laughs> I, I guess I am. I, I feel like that's not a good comparison. It's kind of not. But I, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm talking about people counting people out. He's not after. Jimmy Johnson, Rod. <laughs> Nobody's Jimmy Johnson, my friend. True. That's a good point. Uh, 
But yeah, for for the sake of it, I don't think you can keep a guy like Elliott down. I, I don't think you can keep him out of winning multiple races. I think, like we talk about, all all things being equal with with Hendrick and and Gibbs and and the two dominant teams in the entire garage. It's definitely something that uh, that he's going to continue to be good. And and I think this one right here at two and a half, I would definitely take the over on this one. And I don't think minus one twenty is a very egregious price to pay for I, I it. I can't believe it's not juiced up more on the over. That's why I'm surprised. As as he is, like that's why it feels trappy. But yeah, I think you just don't overthink it, and you go with the over. Yeah, there's just no way. I mean, when you look back at at what he's done in his in his career, anyways, um, he had what five wins. Like you talked about, two, five, three, three, and then of course no wins to start a season the first three years. But like in in the span that he's been winning races, he's only gone under this number in 2021. And you got to keep in mind too, like he is one of the one of the few drivers that can win on any discipline. He can win on road courses. I know he hasn't done it in the next gen car yet, but he's been close. I mean, he he could have won. Was it Watkins Glen Sonoma where McDowell too. won? Like he he finished second there. There, yeah, uh, he can win road courses. He can win super speedways. He can win everywhere else. So that, that opens up more than than some other guys that just can't win on certain. You know, there's some guys like like a Denny Hamlin. You want to count towards his over, but you got to kind of throw out those six road courses. He, he he's won a road course before. Yes, most likely not going to win your road courses. So you have to take that into account. That's six less races. He's got the opportunity to win. Whereas that's six more races that Elliott has the opportunity to win. So I think you factor in stuff like that too. And, and that really makes you feel better about the over. Yep. I, I agree with you on that one. So, um, all right. Well, uh, this one, Cody's going to take the over. And even if I gave him an astronomical number, he's going to take the over on this one. Tyler Reddick over six and a half. Yes, Tyler Reddick over 10 and a half on this. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. It is Tyler Reddick, of course. Um, but the over under on this one. It's it's two and a half. And, and can we Cody, get alternate totals? The books, please. I, yeah. yeah. Let's, let's let me let me slider. Uh, oh, ladder this. Let me ladder Tyler Reddick's win total, please. I'll take it all the way up to eight and a half. Woo. No, God not that. Bless. Seven. That's six and a half. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, let me check my six and Hold five. Hold it. Four. Go back and take that part. <laughs> uh, and I said ten with Cole Cutter last year. We saw that one. So. Time mark forty six. Uh, no. uh, all right, so two and a half. The over is set at plus one twenty. The under, oh, it's at plus money, dude. Yes. Oh my god! I just let me write that. I got another bet to place in Colorado. Yeah, you as do. this is playing right now, I'm in Colorado. So the under yep. is minus one fifty. <laughs> but wow, yeah, they really don't think he's going to win two races. The what or three races rather? He won two last year. Tyler Reddick ended up winning. Just to Kansas, maybe one. Uh, Tyler Reddick won two, two races, Rosie. ten top fives. Oh yeah, he won Coda, Coda in Kansas. Yep, sixteen top tens. He won three the year before. You want to talk about road courses? Yeah. Uh, nobody's been better in the next gen car than Tyler Reddick has been. Eh, super speedways, we haven't really seen it yet, but he can win. Oh man, mile and a half, like twenty three eleven's mile and a half program is so good. Oh, he didn't he. He dominated the first part of the Chicago street race, even. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Tyler Reddick's won a lot of races this year. This is my lock of the year. Uh, we don't, we don't really give those out very often, but this is it. Tyler Reddick over two and a half place that bet. Go ahead. And, uh, just, uh, you know, schedules 
schedule the spending of that money in November. So, and then for a little more context, 90 laps he led at Darlington, ended up finishing second. 81 laps he led at Richmond, ended up finishing 16th in that race. Uh, finished second on the Bristol Dirt after leading 69 laps. Nice. And then, uh, let's see. I'm waiting for you to mention Michigan, where he had the best fucking car and loose tire at the end. Dude, mm-hmm. he had so many pit problems that cost him races. If they fix that, telling you. Yep. Tyler Reddick could Tyler Reddick could win if if he fully breaks out this season like he has the potential to. Eight races would not even shock me. I'm not saying he's going to win eight races. Obviously that's that would be a very bold prediction. But I I wouldn't be surprised if he won that many races. I he's got it in him. He is so talented. And that team is is good enough, and and they're so close. If they put it all together, Tyler Reddick is a force. And when he has his coming out party, he's gonna have a coming out party. Yep, second at Pocono, and and again, this is his second season in the twenty three eleven equipment. And and obviously, we know that we've seen kind of a jump in that performance in that team. Not to say that Kurt Busch was was not holding down the seat very oh, well but great yeah. yeah but this is two young drivers now this is Bubba this is Tyler the whole might of Michael Jordan is behind them and yeah I mean it's gonna get yeah, easy you think, you think Gene Haas has some money mm-hmm. <laughs> meet Michael Jordan <laughs> meet Michael Jordan <laughs> oh buddy so uh all right over two and a half at plus 120 thank you books we'll take it for sure uh on Tyler Reddick for the season um, all right, let's move on to the last driver that we'll talk about in this instance, and that is the defending champion, Ryan Blaney. His win total is set at, well, first let me tell you what he did last year. He won three races last year. So he also is set at two and a half. The over here at minus 125, the under at minus 105. Does Ryan Blaney win three races again this season? It's going to be tough. Where did he win at? He won at Talladega. He won the Coke 600. Yeah, he didn't win Phoenix, that's for sure. Nope, he didn't. Where was the other race? Uh, so Blaney won at Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Blaney won at Talladega. And Blaney won at Martinsville. Not winning three races. No. Nope. Give me the under. What was it? What was the price? Uh, minus 120. Minus 105, rather, for the under. Yeah. So, Easy. And choose. again, the champion's curse. It's a real thing. It's going to be tough. Um, very, very, very good super speedway racer. One of the best in the series, but super speedway is so unpredictable. You know, one of those three wins came there. Martinsville, uh, it's a lot about track position. We'll see what changes they make to the car this, in the package this season. But yeah, it's, it's going to be tough, I think, to to get back to that number. And and we've just not seen the. I say we've not seen the Fords dominate, but but Busher won his three, and and Joey always wins every year, and and Ryan. But just two seasons ago, didn't win any. But then a couple seasons before that, he did win three. I think he's so maybe maybe he's is he the opposite of Joey? He's only good in odd years. Oh. Is that there's a potential? Maybe he falls off. We might have found a pattern. They just switch every other year. They're they're good. Who well, knows? but you got to go with the under, and mostly just because it's it's the champions' curse. Yeah, and because again, to to further that point, Joey Logano won win last year after winning the championship. So it just it was not an easy year for him at all and and let's say that joy logano is the the even year master right this coming year is an even year he'll pick up one of those races that blaney i think blaney can get can get to uh, 
I almost don't even feel like saying I mean, you can I, get to two. An alternate un, an alternate under one and a half, I would probably take. And I hate like I love Blaney and and I really think he can do it, but it's gonna it's gonna be a tough season. It's it's so tough for the defending champions, and, and I think he's gonna struggle some. And and he caught fire at the right time, and everything worked out. And he got the championship, but I, I just don't see him. And I and I don't think Penske's at the level where they're just gonna win a bunch of races. I mean, we we've just not seen that from them over these couple of again. They won the championships, yes. The race wins haven't necessarily been there all the time. Uh, maybe Cindric steals one of those wins. Who knows? But yeah, I think you got to go under. You know, we haven't seen very outrageous numbers so far. Like we haven't, we haven't seen. No, they're all small. Yeah. Like, what's? I know we're not going to talk about Larson today, but what's his set at? Do you want to know now, or you want to find I out next time? I want to know. All right. <laughs> his is set at three and a half. That's it. Like that seems so. I would have guessed he's at five and a half. Like, I know he only won three races. Was it three or four? But he won either three. way. Yeah, he won four. He was one of the ones that won more. Three and a half. That's so and the the speaks of the parody. And I absolutely love that about NASCAR right now. But man, that is such a low number. Yeah. Is it we'll we'll, we'll break it down. We'll, we'll break, break it down, it down tomorrow. tomorrow. That's that's we'll go into <laughs> now depth I want to know the, the juice because I feel like it's super juice, but who knows? We'll talk about it tomorrow. We'll definitely Come talk back about tomorrow. it tomorrow. <laughs> that that is what we call a tease in the business. But um yeah, I mean, just to, to put a bow, I suppose on uh, on Ryan Blaney, it's it's a it seems like a very easy thing to take it over on a returning champion, but he just yeah, you got to temper your expectations. I think I think he may get two wins, but I think that's might be the threshold, especially for giving rise to guys like Tyler Reddick to win a couple more. If we're Ty saying Gibbs. you know, and Ty Gibbs to sneak into the Chase win Elliott column, didn't win any last year. Chase Elliott, yeah, there's there's very few few extra wins to get into. Or that so uh, i love it <sighs> all right well that's half of them <laughs> i gotta come back for the other half look we're good at this look at that we got about normal episode time here and uh yeah we'll do it we'll do it all again tomorrow can't wait uh oh, man it's getting we're getting so close rod i know we just had a meeting with the boss uh earlier too and and uh, we talked about our off-season plan and he was like oh well you guys are pretty much already halfway through your off-season already aren't you we're like yep Oh, the best thing about NASCAR is the shortest offseason in pro sports. So. Indeed. Love it. Indeed. So we got plenty of time to tell you about car numbers as we start to continue on. So um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> books continue to feed us. We're hungry. We love everything you've got going on for us, and we want more. So, um, But we will continue to break it all down. we got more win totals for you on the next episode. But, Cody, that is it for today. Let's go ahead and send everybody off happy, well-fed, and uh, yeah, again, we'll feed them again tomorrow. So where can they find you on social media? Follow me on X at Husker underscore Z. Find all my work over there. Check out the show on YouTube, uh, NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Just search it. You'll find us. Check us out on Facebook, too. Uh, same thing. NASCAR Gambling Podcast will pop right up. Can't wait to do it again tomorrow. Can't wait to do it again tomorrow. And we will. So we'll be back then. I'm on X at RJV Gomez. Link in the bottom. Everything I got going on. Still got some prop picks for Sportsbook Review for the NFL going on uh, and uh, having some fun over there. So, all right. We'll Get your Tyler Reddick bets in. Jesus Christ. Before the line moves. If, if the line moves by tomorrow, I'm going to blame all of you guys. That's why That's why we're recording this early and putting it out later so I can go get that bet in before it drops. Damn right. So, uh, all right. Well, then we will see you tomorrow. Until then, everyone, let's go racing and let it ride.